Welcome to the Big Show's third episode. All right, cool. Um, we need to work on getting. We need to get get some background music here at some point in time. Once you know, we have no time to prep or anything, but let's just put more stuff on our plate so we can have less time to do more things. Um, background music. I'm on it jotted (laughs) (laughs) i love it all right so we are going to start the same way as always ryan what's going on in your life anything happening not tons i'm trying to think i sold a house last week so that was good Um, and then uh what else do we have going on zoil and i are gonna go do something this weekend i think we're gonna go like 45 minutes north or so there's like a town up there that uh, it's got some pretty good food and some stuff to do. So we're going to go up there. Okay. Other than that, not tons this week. What about you guys? Uh, recovery. A lot of shit's going on. Um, I don't want to take up too much time talking about the hurricane because I can talk about it all night. Um, you know, awful, awful stuff. I keep hearing crazy, crazy stories. Um, some of them are just sad and scary. Um, you know, just bodies floating in the water and shit and the death toll getting higher just awful stuff um so kudos to all that are coming from across the state and all over the state because i saw them on the highway today um for helping it's huge but everyone is so fucking overwhelmed it's not even funny um but how did you guys make out we at our house was we're good um we didn't lose power we just How does lost. That happen? I have no idea. I really don't. People in our community were running generators until today, and we never wow. lost power. Um, That's wild. I, I don't understand how power grids work. Really don't. <laughs> we'll have to get Chris on to do a special on those. Honestly, the people are like, "Oh, you must be close to a police station or a fire station." I'm like, yeah, we are, but also so is everyone else in the community. So uh, I don't. Right. Think- That's true. It is more. Yeah. But I I did hear a crazy fucking story today, and it just makes me, I really love boaters, and like a specific type of boater, like not the boaters who are like, oh, this is my yacht, and here's the crew that spoon feeds me when I'm hungry. It's like the people (laughs) who are like, yeah, I grew up on boats. Um, I've had this boat in my family for 20, 30 years, uh, and I've put my own blood, sweat, and tears into it, because like, yeah, I respect the shit out of them for doing that, but also their perspective on things is wild and like i had a guy in keep skin who was like yeah i rode out four hurricanes i have my spot in between mangroves i have at least 10 dock lines i have anchors going out on every side and every corner and i just i ride the waves man i ride the waves and he's he's a nut job he's, fucking, <laughs> he's straight out of like a, a character out of that show bloodline like the brother who's the marina guy he like so I've many seen an episode or two, but I didn't. I didn't continue on. Yeah, I watched the first season and I was like, "All right, that's fine." Uh, <laughs> but I heard from an um, electrician today. His son. Owns Andy just a... proposed me a trade on the pod. Oh, Did not what is this it? guy? What is it? <laughs> it's uh, Higby in a first for Kyle Pitts. I accepted it because that's the best deal of all time. No, I didn't Whoa. accept it. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> 
But the day I trade Kyle Pitts for Tyler Higby will be the day that I'm no longer in the big show. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Bad move. Although, Andy, you'd be ripping him off, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> so this, this guy's son owns a commercial fishing boat in Fort Myers. And I don't know if you've seen or anybody's seen any of these pictures, but there is about 10 to 20 commercial fishing boats that are piled up on top of each other from the storm. Wow. And that's nuts. Theirs was somehow not one of them that was damaged, but they decided to his guy's son and like two people decided to ride out the hurricane in a two story houseboat right off of Fort Myers Beach um, because boaters are crazy. And they supposedly had a 25 foot wave that scared the shit out of them and shocker that something like that would happen who knows how big right. it really was but obviously with the storm surge and the damage we had it probably wasn't that far off um but they called friends who got in a on a little skiff boat and rode out to them and it was like four or five big dudes on a tiny little 18 foot skiff and they were making their way through the storm back to land not knowing where they were until they started driving through whatever used to be an amusement park on Fort Myers beach. And they were like level with the roller coaster and Holy crap. like not the top obviously, but portions of the yeah. roller coaster. And supposedly they were hitting cars with the bottom of their boats because they didn't know where they were going and what they didn't know them. he was below them. And I'm inclined to believe this guy. He says son has it all on his GoPro, which is just even more insane. Um, but yeah, it's just hearing crazy stuff every day. And that definitely takes the cake for crazy That's shit so far. Uh, but yeah, it's been a while. It's been a wild couple of days. And before we get into a new segment we're trying out tonight, big shout out to James Fratantonio for getting married this past weekend. One of the best people I think we've, We've all ever met. Just a genuine good dude. Deserves a shout out. Love Jim. And, um, Congrats, yeah. Jim. Way to go, big guy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we are starting a new segment this week that we just kind of made mm. up on the fly approximately 10 minutes ago. It's called We Are Smart slash No, We Are Not. Um, so, Ryan, tell me, what are two things that are showing how smart you are in fantasy football? Um, oh, so it's specific to me in my team, or is it anything? Anything. Anything on your okay. end related to fantasy football. Well, I think getting in, in so far, holding on to Jalen Waddell, and then holding on to Saquon Barkley. Those are probably my two like big ones, because I've been – Tim and I – Tim literally traded me Waddle and, and like we've been talking about Waddle trades back since, but he, he just – he's so good. And so I think that the fact that I didn't – trade him he had a really huge week yeah yeah they're gonna be a little bit down probably with bridgewater uh but luckily they don't need to throw it really far to them so i'm not overly worried uh and then saquon like i've had so many chances to trade him i almost traded him to max a million times in deals for jt which now i probably wouldn't even do that straight up so like it's just crazy how how many trades i do and i didn't trade him for yeah. over a year <laughs> so that's uh, impressive I'm, I'm happy about that that's impressive all right, so two things that. What about for you? Two things on my end. We got so trading Javante Williams and Traylon Burks, two guys I 
really did not want to trade. I liked them both very, very much, um, but ended up doing because it's what I do apparently. And both of them have gotten hurt. So um, not just like twisted ankle, Javante, torn ACL, trailing breaks, carted off the field. So I don't know if either of them will be back. He had a turf toe. Turf toe? He's probably going to miss. Yeah. He's probably going to miss like three-ish weeks, they say. Well, Um, the average is like 25 days. Yeah, so no, that's good news for Burks, but but uh, terrible news for Javante. Javante didn't just tear his ACL; he also tore his PCL and his LCL. Um, oh. It's like pretty much the same injury J.K. Dobbins had. So honestly, next year at this time, he's probably not even going to be playing yet, or he'll be maybe coming in week four or five. Like he may start on the pup. It's going to be bad. We'll see how he, he could recover a little bit quicker. But like they said, the same thing with Dobbins; he was going to start week one, and then you know it went on to week three or four. So. Um, We'll see. This was a little bit later than Dobbins' injury as well. Um, yeah, that's right. Sucks. God damn. Uh, yeah, because if Dobbins was preseason, I remember Andy. I think it was like at the draft weekend. Andy yeah. was beside himself. <laughs> Weird Andy getting screwed over by an injury during the draft that never happens. Or retirements. <laughs> never. Um, the other thing is – Andrew uh, Luck. Right. The other thing is uh, – cool. I think – Fournier's gone. So stand by, everybody, while we wait for the man's return. Okay. He's coming back. There we go. Sorry about that. Just somehow I hit my something on my headphones and I left the Zoom. <laughs> yeah, you go. It's all good. Um, what else were we saying? Um, Injuries. Uh, Javante bad. Burks not hopefully as bad. Um, but your other thing. But yeah, and I never would have gotten Kareem's first in a deal for Traylon Burks if he was hurt. So convenient timing there. Um, Dude. Number two is Najee Harris. Or if Javante was hurt. <laughs> yeah. Javon, those two Javante trades are retarded. I don't yeah. see a situation in which Kareem wins a game the whole rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe because he just lost to Andy. So uh, exactly, get, that's when you know you've hit rock bottom. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Uh, <laughs> speaking of teams that are going to miss the playoffs, Najee Harris uh, still sucks. So. Tap on the back, the back for that one because yep, that was another good one. You, you deserve that one too because he stinks. But also, we are not that smart. So uh, the two on my end, I'll go quick through them. Derrick Henry being washed, definitely wrong. He's he's mm-hmm. shouldn't have doubted him, but he just looked so slow, and now he's like, oh fuck you, I'm in, and I'm a beast. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So. Uh, <laughs> Definitely wrong on that one. And I've been wrong so far on Gabe Davis. Huge disappointment. I was jacked up about him this year. And now I'm just super bummed out about it. So maybe he'll get healthy. Maybe things will come around for him. Uh, Who knows? But they don't throw him the ball. And he keeps dropping one pass a week. So I don't think the confidence level is there with uh, Josh Allen. So that kind of sucks. But anyways, how about you? Uh, well, the obvious one, which is the Kyle Pitts disappointment so far. It's so bad. Like, he catches a pass 
on every first drive. They're like, all right, we're going to give him two or three targets. He maybe catches one or two passes. Last week it was like three. This week it was one for 25. He has that one minute into the game, nothing the rest of the game. It's unbelievable. Um, Also, they're like way better than I anticipated them being. Like they actually are two and two and they're staying in or even being ahead in games. Their schedule does get a lot tougher. Like they play the Rams this week. So hopefully there'll be a lot more passing needed. But it's been rough. I, I mean, long term, not really worried. And but it's been brutal thus far. <laughs> yeah. Um, other one. Feel bad for you. Yeah, it's tough. Other one. Um, I mean, you could say Derrick Henry as well, because he definitely is not washed. <laughs> um, but you know, I think it's a little bit. I actually thought Naheem Hines could probably be my wide my running back two on certain weeks like a good bye week fill in rb2 worst case scenario rb3 flex play and he's just terrible um so that's been a little bit disappointing uh i've had to do a couple of trades to get some more running backs and things like that um as a result and then you know although taylor did just get hurt so i'd like to think that he would get used in that situation but supposedly may not be terrible um but we'll see what happens I don't even know another Colts running back. I can't name it. I don't Mo think they have Jordan Wilkins anymore. Yeah, right. Just stick him back there. He catches <laughs> touchdowns. He runs running back plays. It's great. <laughs> you do the the new Ron Dane or Brandon Jacobs or whatever that guy's name was. Uh, well, those were both guys. Yeah, no, two of them. I I, I didn't know if it was Brandon Jacobs <laughs> or whatever that name was. Um, being shy, but yeah, we'll see. Let's see what happens. Um, so let's move on to the recap. Yeah. We've got some ongoing games. We are recording this during Monday Night Football, Rams versus Niners. Uh, who is your first matchup on your phone? It is Drew and Kareem. The toilet bowl. <laughs> it really is, though. It's so bad. Andy, Andy says his team's getting better, and they maybe are. Bruce Hall had a bigger role this week. We'll go through it, but a lot of it's not great. Yeah, go through his squad. Talk about how they did. Okay, let's see. Kirk Cousins, 15.42. Yuck. Um, Bruce Hall, 17.5. Good. He had a much larger role in this game. Not nearly as many catches. They didn't throw it quite as much as with uh, Flacco, uh, but he looks good. Um, he should be should return good value for that T. Higgins deal, um, who also looks really good. Kenny Walker might be the bust. I don't know. He's no Trey Sermon, I'll tell you that, but it's not great. Um, A lot of time Penny had a big game. He needs Penny to go down because Penny's performing, and they're not going to not give it to him if he's performing. 100% agree, and and that could very well happen. I mean, Penny doesn't exactly have a stellar, you know, injury history, Um, so it could happen kind of at any moment, Um, but who knows? He doesn't. It's not like he's doing tons with the touches he's currently getting. Yeah, like eight for twenty nine, one carry, negative. Yeah, it was five. Yards. Yeah, one catch for less than five. So he had twenty. He had twenty four total yards on on nine touches. It's not special. Um, we'll see. We'll see how some other weeks go. He's just getting started. Chase disappointment. I I keep seeing. Honestly, I keep seeing all of these. I got to see if I can find one of them here. But pretty much when. Jamar Chase and T. Higgins are on the field. T. Higgins actually has more fantasy points than Jamar Chase. So 
it's yeah. something that's become like becoming a trend. Uh, and we'll see. I think that Jamar is going to have big blow up games where T Higgins is going to be more consistent and have maybe not quite the ceiling, although I think he still has a very high ceiling. So it's uh, you know, we'll see how that one pans out. I think he's a bit overrated right now as the number two dynasty asset. Uh, I don't see it personally. He's no, yeah, he's no I mean, Justin Jefferson. Let's just say that. Yeah, it's still early on Chase. He had one good week, and his floor is still really high. When T. Higgins missed time, though. No, I'm not saying – his floor is pretty high. He's at 10, 12, and 12. It's yeah. not bad. But uh, also, to your point, like, he's more likely to drop 60 than T. Higgins is. But maybe yeah. T. Higgins is more likely to fall in the 20 to 30 range on a more consistent basis. Uh, yeah, I think they probably end up similarly from a from- – you know, perspective of how many points they have at the end of the season. Yeah, I agree with that. And they're both young. One is 22, one's 23. And that's yeah. why I was so excited about getting T. Higgins and the Jamar Chase trade in the offseason. Um, but then I fell in love with having to draft Gabe at three, so I traded him for Terry McLaurin and Gabe <laughs> Davis, essentially. Well, but- Terry McLaurin may be worse than Gabe Davis, so um, another Kareem stud. McLaurin sucks. He's terrible. He's <laughs> terrible. So, uh, I mean, he's not even – he's like number three on his own team in terms of targets. I know. It's really bad. So. It's really bad. Well, I mean, who else got in this matchup? He's got Devin Duvarnay. I mean – He's got to stop starting him. He yeah, keeps he's... putting up most absurd catches and plays. And... <laughs> Elijah Moore, you know – Andy loves Elijah Moore, and he's talking him up. But these are Kyle Pitts numbers out here. They might even be slightly better, but but still, he didn't have any good game. Yeah, our bet <laughs> of Elijah Moore versus uh, Elijah Moore versus Gabe Davis is turning out to be a close but not Duh. entertaining <laughs> match. Big bet That's that so nobody funny. gives a shit about now. Uh, Andy got twenty one. From Josh Reynolds this week to lead his squad back. Wow. You don't pick up Josh Reynolds a... if you're tanking. No, you'll pick up Quintez Cephas. Exactly. <laughs> and you start him. Yeah. Three, and a, three and a half points. He did his best Kyle Pitts impression. Yeah, um, I mean, he wow, got hurt, too. 15. Like, <laughs> yeah, Cephas, <and> he got hurt. <laughs> Cephas was going to – like he was going to have a decent day. Who knows what he would have had in that most, almost 100-point so total game. But he left early. I didn't Green realize time. that. That's true. He did. Wow. <laughs> Cream had three guys get hurt. One got no, out. Two guys get hurt. And then he had Terry McLaurin. Okay. Uh, Pittman had an off day. Um, Gerald Everett had a nice day. That trades. Brian, we've had a good day too. So, yeah. Both these teams. Drew's team, you know, he could do is similar to last year. Maybe he can sneak into the playoffs if he gets lucky with playing some more matchups where he's going to win with low numbers. But, Probably neither of these teams are probably going anywhere. Yeah, I don't think so. I think Andy enjoy the victory this week, but there's a boatload of two and two teams who are ahead of you and could probably wipe the floor with your candy ass. So <laughs> who's next? You have you have Chris and uh Chris and Pat. Yeah. Yep. Herbert, Carr. Herbert looked good again. He I did. mean good again in the sense that he didn't look good last week. Um Car. Pat's been starting car for I feel like two or three years. Um, you know he stinks. He, he could 40, be good, but forty rushing yards. What? 
Did he really? Yeah, yeah. he did. Seven for 40. That's nuts. Um, Pat had to start another running back because Kamara was out, so he started Sony Michelle. Actually got him 6.3. But this is like hey. he started Mike Davis and somebody a couple weeks ago. Oh, like, start these terrible guys. Yeah, that's who it was. <laughs> um, Dalvin Cook, are we worried? Yeah. Yeah, I, a little bit, I think right? so. Um, look, he's, he's 27. Hasn't had more than 15 on the year. Yeah, he's got a lot of miles. He's already banged, banged up his shoulder. Um, they're not going to stop giving him the ball. I mean, that's clear. He has gotten, what, 25 touches, 12 touches when he got hurt, 17, and then 22. So, like, he – I heard – so no week two he didn't get hurt in week two that was just that wasn't just a game he actually got hurt in week three when he had seventeen touches oh shit um, yeah you're right yeah so he just had twelve randomly that game um, yeah oh that's when they got their ass kicked thirty six yeah thirty six yards I heard uh Field Jades on ESPN Fantasy Focus today say that Dalvin Cook is essentially Joe Mixon this year without any of the touchdowns he's getting a lot of touches and he's not making he's not producing anything. And the difference is just Mixon's getting in the end zone and Dalvin isn't. Um, yeah, he's got one on the year. Am I worried about Dalvin this year? Yeah, I, I am. Am I worried about Dalvin to the point where I think it's going to hurt Chris's team? Not yet. Um, mm. We'll see because he's, he's got Gibson. He's got Gibson and da- Gibson with, I mean, Gibson really might be toast. I think so. Um, I mean, I have Brian Robinson stock, so I'm obviously excited about But that. even if Brian Robinson only gets half of the work that Gibson was getting, or even, let's say, a quarter, you know, what do we have? A terrible running back on a bad team who doesn't really catch tons of passes? Yeah, know. which is weird because he came into the league as a wide receiver, and now he's just, like, not really – And he got, I mean, he got eight targets in week one, but four, one, and three. It's like – well, it's not even it's not even that he so in that game he caught a lot of he actually did catch a lot of passes out as like a wide receiver. But they have three good wide receivers. They have Terry McLaurin, they have Curtis Samuel, they have Jahan Dotson. See how I got his name right? Um it, <laughs> like <laughs> so like, you know, they don't really need to be throwing tons of passes to Antonio Gibson, a quasi running back receiver guy. And yeah. JD McKissick is the guy that they play in the you know, hurry up offense more frequently than not, or it is in on third downs because Antonio Gibson couldn't block a couch. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's like, which he's a wide receiver. So what do you expect? How is he going to pick up? He has no freaking idea. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's just, there's just not a huge role for him. So I, I do agree. I think Robinson's going to take a lot of the early down work. Yeah. And I mean, Miles Sanders though. How about that guy? Yeah, he blew up. He could be really good this year. He could be the savior for Chris if Dalvin be. continues to falter and if Gibson falls off, which we all expect, because then he'll still have Jefferson, Cup, Mark Andrews, and then Miles Sanders. If Miles Sanders is getting – I mean, he got 29 touches last week. Yeah, I That's know. Insane. I know. But the question is, does he stay healthy? Because he has a history of not staying healthy. Um, and with that workload, I don't know. But he's for not now, Rashad White looked good this looked good this week too. So he's got some options, which is you know it's paid some dividends to have uh, to have these picks. Um, it's another thing trading Lenny before this past week really helped. Uh, yeah, that's true. We'll before talk about they split that the workload. We'll talk about that yeah, later. Poor Jim. Um, now for Pat's team, we talked about Derek Carr, Sony Michelle. 
Uh, J.K. Dobbins came back, and I think if you have J.K. Dobbins, you should be very excited. Um, they're still yeah, I thought easy, he looked good too. Still easing him in, you know, he's a, he wasn't super efficient. Thirteen carries for forty-one yards, but he's he's the guy in the red zone. And yeah, but he looked okay running the ball. Like he didn't look like he was slow. He like he just, there just wasn't a ton of room to run. I didn't feel like. I, I agree with that. So that's why I feel like if I had J.K. Dobbins, I'd be stoked. Um, Pat's got Tyreek Hill, who I would still give up the house for, uh, just because I want a piece of that Dolphins offense. Um, who Darnell. doesn't, man? Teddy Bridgewater to the moon. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> no, I'm, I would not give up the house for Tyreek Hill. I take it all back. No offense, Teddy. Well, I mean, but... Tua's going to be back in not that long. <laughs> this is a concussion. He could be back in a week. Dude, <laughs> I listened to the Levitard show today, and they had a guy on Friday who was a neurologist, he says, and he basically was accusing the Miami Dolphins of uh, attempted murder for putting Tua back out on the field. It's like, That's how you get those clips, bud. Those, <laughs> we should do more stuff like that, get the hits we need on our show. That's why we need <laughs> the polarizers, Max and Andy, on the pod as soon as possible. Right. Uh, oh now that I look God. at it, oh. actually, I play Max next week, so he is on. That's on a perfect guesses. time to have him on the pod. That's great. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know for for Tim. Donald Mooney looked better for Pat. Robbie Anderson sucks. George Kittle, Kittle. with a zero spot so far. It's only yeah. one quarter in. Plus, Alave looks great. I almost traded Pat yeah. uh, that creams first for Alave. Um, he said he wouldn't do it, but I think I might have hurt his feelings by doing it before I heard back from him with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you. So I think he was that. smiting me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If I were him, I'd keep on. Uh, I, I like Alave a lot. He Even with Andy Dalton. Yeah. Because they didn't have Jameis this week. So Even with Andy Dalton. It wasn't bad. No. Four for 67. But yeah, I mean, look. Chris is going to win. He's up 155 to 129. He's got Cooper Cup. Pat's got Kittle. This one's wrapped up. Um, yep. Next one you got listing, Tim? Yep. All right, we'll jump into this that. This one's one. actually kind of close, even though it's 98 to 2. Sleeper has the worst percentages in the in the world. Um, well, Tim doesn't have anybody left. Well, but, but Mike's got a defense and a kicker. Uh, and I, um, and I, you well, know, no, I know I too, but like, it's not impossible that I could score like seven more points and then the defense could go down seven or eight, 10 more points. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, this one's, yeah. we've got Gould too. I mean, this one's not over. I mean, I think Mike will win, but yeah. certainly not 98%. Yeah. And like, Mike's got Kyler, who's, who's fine. He's keeping the Cardinals in every game. Running around like a chicken with his head cut off. They're yeah. so bad, though. Like, what's going on? I I wanted Cliff Kingsbury to be good. I think he's a terrible. Yeah, coach. he's he's awful. He doesn't. He has all these weapons, and he doesn't do anything with them. They literally just like stand there, and then they run these little like routes, and he's like, Connor, just find the one who's open." Yep. It's crazy. No motions. <laughs> no running people. Uh, no running other plays. It's insane. <laughs> it really is. Uh, well, what else they got going on in this matchup? Tim's got Henry versus Chubb, two horses, horse yeah. cocks. 
Yeah, a couple horse cocks. One one horse cock, two thigh cocks, and a total of like 50-something points between the two of them. So they both showed out. Tim does have Russell yeah. Wilson, who dropped 30 points. Uh, but, yeah. man, I think Russ is still washed. Like, Yeah, I agree. I'm I mean, he had the rushing TD. Yeah. I'm so happy that I don't have any stock in the Broncos offense. But, like, in a weird way, I do still think Judy and Sutton are going to be good. Uh, like, I don't know how – I don't know how to explain this I feeling where I want no part of their offense, but I still think <clears throat> those guys are going to be good. It's it's weird. I don't know how to describe it. I definitely do not feel that way. Um, I just think they're – they're they're not a bad offense, but they're a mediocre offense, and they're only going to become more mediocre without Javante. Uh, it's not like that's going to oh now we're, they're going to be so good. Like no, it's going to get worse. Uh, Melvin Gordon's yeah. fine, but Javante is definitely better. Well, it was definitely better than Melvin Gordon. Um, so I just maybe they'll have to throw it more. Maybe that's the volume is the helping hand there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but like Russ isn't really a guy who drops back and throws it fifty times. He'd throw no, like five not. interceptions. So he'll, he'll throw uh, fifty miles in the air and drop it into the <laughs> basket. His his deep ball to KJ Handler. One thing I'll say: I hate Russ. That was I a mean, good play. I think Russ is a loser, but um, he can throw a deep ball. And you know who Tim believes can catch endless deep balls is Rashad Bateman, who he cannot. Uh, Tim offered me Bateman. And who Chase Edmonds for T. Higgins. And when I told him I was nowhere near that offer, he told me I he thinks I'm just valuing Rashad Bateman wrong. Um no nah, man, I think you're valuing Rashad Bateman wrong. He he should be good. He should be good. Don't get me wrong. Like he's he's a weapon for Lamar. But get the fuck out of here. He had fifty one fantasy points last year, James. You have 51? No, I'm sorry. He has 51 this year. My mistake. Oh, okay. He had 105 last year. <laughs> he did have two good weeks to start, and now he's fallen off. Two He'll good weeks, but he, he also hasn't seen more than seven targets in a single game. He hasn't had more than four catches in a single game. Yeah. So he's going to live and die by bombs. Andrews is still the primary there. They're going to yeah, run the ball more with J.K. I just – yeah, once you get in the red zone, it's Lamar, J.K., and Andrews, and I think that's – if you got one of those three guys, you're in a good shape. If not, you're re- you're relying on deep balls, like you said. I agree 100%. And you know, moving on to the other receivers between these two guys, Juju, Curtis Samuel, and Ayuk for Mike List. We mentioned Bateman, Devontae Smith, and Judy for Tim. Um, but really, what this matchup came down to, because quarterbacks were within three points, Henry and Chubb were within three points. Elliott and Connor were within point two points. Bateman and Juju were within five. Samuel and Devontae were within three. Um, Ayuk is nine point eleven points behind Judy in second second quarter. Um, you know the flex spot was a big difference in favor of Tim twenty for Hollywood Brown and four yeah. for Robinson and. He also Kickers got are... 16 from his kicker. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and then, you know, Mike's got 12 from his defense. Tim got two. Mike's might go down. But the difference in this matchup is TJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. 42 points to Friar Muth, who had a good day. 
The primary He's the new Derrick Henry for Mike List. <laughs> it's insane. Like, I, I don't know. I, this question was asked on uh, the Fantasy Pros podcast, I think, yesterday. Is Hawkinson now a, like a surefire top three, top five tight end? And the unanimous five, response maybe. was the unanimous response was no. Like, let's yeah. see what he does with Swift. Let's see what he does with uh, exactly. Amon Ra coming Amon back. Amon back. And then J-Mo. Like all yeah, the Andy's right. boy. Yeah. Called him Randy Moss today. Jesus. That was bold. Yeah, I, <laughs> I definitely glanced over that one and forgot. So way to go, man. Good comparison <laughs> to Randy Moss. I don't think they're similar in size in any way, shape, or form, but that's okay. I did hear a lot of analysts, though, saying that coming out of the draft. Oh, did you? Every, every every year there's a Randy Moss. Every year there's a Tom Brady. But uh, that's true. Uh, it's true. But yeah, Mike's up one. He's gonna. He's probably gonna pull this out. Thanks to Hawkinson. Uh, just as long as the defense doesn't get negative points, he should be fine. Um, and then what we got? Max versus Brendan. Yeah, Max versus Brendan. Um, one that's not Max settled. Is still yet. losing. No, not yeah. technically. Imagine if Stafford just got sacked and broke his collarbone here. Disaster for Max. That would suck. <laughs> uh, that would also suck in our list of teams who would be two and two after this week. So hopefully <laughs> that's true. We really don't want that to happen. <laughs> um, so but yeah, it's interesting. Uh, highlight of this matchup though for me, just yeah. before you, you get into what's interesting. Trevor Lawrence fumbled and lost four fumbles. How in the world does that happen? What is no he doing idea. out there? I, is he buttering up his hands before he heads on out? What's going on? I only saw the the end of that game where it, like it came on red zone. And I just happened to be paying attention at that point, and it was like the Eagles <laughs> turned it over, or whatever. Like they missed a field goal, yeah. turned run downs, and then the next play, it was like Brandon Graham or whatever his first name is in the Super Bowl against the Pats. We're like, all right, here we go. End of the game, comeback. We got this. First place, strip sack. Boom, game over. We're like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I don't know what was going on with Trevor Lawrence, but maybe he just was getting ransacked all week, all day, and didn't see it coming. Every, yeah, he was all four times. He also added a pick. Um, so it wasn't good. Um, Stafford doesn't look great. See, I keep thinking that Damian Harris is Najee, and I'm like, damn, all right, 17's not bad. How do you do that? <laughs> 17 points is bad for Najee. It's like, no, that's Damian, a guy in the worst offense in the league. Sorry. No, anyway. Funny. But, yeah, I mean, Najee, ugly, nine, beat out Taylor. Maybe a high ankle sprain, maybe not. They keep saying he's going to play this week. I don't buy if, it. If he plays, he's going to drop sp- 50 points. Right. And I'm not saying that. I'm not just saying that because I'm playing against Taylor and Taylor's so due. I'm just saying it because it seems like every year people get counted out because of big injuries that nobody knows how big or bad it really is in the moment. And then the guys play and they just go to town like Dalvin Cook last year with his shoulder. Like, oh, he could be out for a month. And then he came back and dropped 35 points. Like, yeah, fuck. We just have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, that's true. It's very true. Oh, Brendan started Isaiah McKenzie, who got him 13. What a wizard. Isaiah, um, Isaiah McKenzie's actually been the one, 
that second receiver on the Bills that you want instead of Gabe. Um, but yeah, he had a touchdown last week too. Yeah, he's he's banged up, so we'll we'll see. Josh Allen trusts him. That's it. He doesn't. Allen doesn't feel comfortable with Gabe. You'd see it. Gabe, like I said, well, if he could catch a pass, it's not it's not the playoffs. He apparently doesn't know how to catch passes until the playoffs. Yeah, he doesn't need to try until it's the playoffs, man. So, all the respect for you, Gabe. Just do it in the fantasy playoffs if I make it. Thanks. Appreciate <laughs> um, Story of the day for Max, though, is a couple things. Uh, Doobie Doobs is still pretty good. He'd have an even yeah. – he probably had 13 more fantasy points and gave him points about that touchdown at the end of the game. Had, yeah, he wouldn't have gone over the 100 bonus, but it would have been a 40-yard bomb. It would have been six, seven, eight, nine, four. That's 13 points, so yeah. it's a rough one. That's yeah. a rough one indeed. Well, like DK Metcalf had 24 points, and we're looking at DK Metcalf, who started with eight and then seven, but then 17 and a half and 24 points. Uh, yeah. Offense that, for whatever reason, is doing pretty good. So, Well, I, here's my theory, and correct me if you feel differently, but played a good, a good defense in Denver and a good defense in San Francisco the first two weeks, and then they got the Atlanta Falcons. And then they had the Detroit Lions, who have yet mm. to give up less than like forty points or something absurd. It's, so it's I, I, I don't think that we're seeing anything special here. I don't think that Rashad Penny is suddenly a superstar. I don't think that Geno Smith is suddenly a superstar. I think we're going to see them come back to earth. DK is going to be viable, but it's he's not going to be he's not going to do this every week. Yeah, and I'll say this about Penny. Penny did it last year too. Um. When he came back. At the end of the year. Yeah, at the end of the year. He he did. So, like, how how long? I feel like he is putting up good numbers. He had a great game last week. But he doesn't look healthy. He honestly runs like Sony Michelle ran when he was at the Pats, where I was like, oh, Sony Michelle's good, except he runs like he has wooden legs. Like, there's just – he doesn't look smooth or fluid or whatnot. He kind of looks like he's – already laboring so yeah who fucking knows i could be way off but just something to to monitor i guess um but so i mean if max gets one more point from stafford um he's gonna pull this out and he should get a point because i i can't watch the game right now just had a ridiculous touchdown really absolutely ridiculous yeah he like jumped up and caught a pass that was over his head and then he juked a guy and then he Ran the entire length of the field and scored. Um, <laughs> in like, like going like around other people, it was wild. Um, Speaking of being due, sweet play. Debo was due. Yeah, he, he he was due. He's been relatively solid this week, but so boring or this year, but so boring. So it yeah, it was time for him to do something crazy. A it was a little in cut. The guy should have honestly. Jalen Ramsey should have at least swatted it away, if not intercepted it. Is Jalen um, Ramsey washed? Oh, he broke another tackle. Yeah, I think he is watched. He's looked really bad the last couple of times I've seen him on on uh, like national TV and like late yeah. games. He's looked horrible. He got roasted. Yeah. Was it Jefferson who roasted him? Who roasted him? Like it was week two, I think. Oh, I want to say he gave up like 160 yards, something absurd. Um, uh, who was it? Uh, let's figure this out. Do some investigating. Week two. Who did uh, Who did they play? Week two. Matt Stafford, Atlanta. No, it must not have been week two. No, that wasn't a bit of national game. Oh, it was Buffalo. Oh, 
We it was won. Stephon Diggs. It was Stephon Diggs. He toasted him. Diggs repeatedly. made him look like a little boy. Yeah. So. Come on, Cam. All I need is just 2.10 more points. Just give me four. <laughs> so funny. Well, just now they're down by eight, and he doesn't really catch passes for the squad. So you could be in some jeopardy here. Yeah. But literally, all it's, is he on the field right now? I know they have... uh, they are actually in a kickoff return formation, and he is not on the field, so that's good news. Um, some little guy named number nineteen returned it. Uh, he was uh, very yeah, small. I think you're delayed again. I'm looking at sleeper, and it says it's third and four on their twenty six. <laughs> How far behind am I? What's going on? Third and four. I'm like seeing another highlight of Debo's touchdown. Oh my god, my phone's gonna die. Give me give me a minute. Oh, you know what? I was watching the Peyton Manning cast. So uh, I don't have the sound on. <laughs> that's it. All right, now I'm seeing it. Third and five. Third and four. Look at this guy. What is that thing? What? Oh. No. So uh, other oh nice. So other things to talk about in this matchup before we move on to the next one. Uh, Rondell Moore made his return, three point eight points. That was not particularly special. Zach Ertz looked good with sixteen point seven. Mike Williams twenty one after a dud last week, even though he did score. Dalton Schultz bagel. Yeah, and not good. Rashad Penny McCaffrey both balled out. Nick Folk, Elliot, Eagles D, 20 for Max. That helped him out here. It's actually probably going to be what carried him to the to – the, this is why he doesn't want to get rid of defenses and kickers because he's going to win this week because of the defenses and kickers. Look, <laughs> I could not be more against getting rid of defense and kickers. It just like, – why do we why do we want to take things that are entertaining about football away from fantasy football? Like fantasy football is all about having fun and scoring points. And being involved in every play in the game, and it's like we should get defensive players, and we should not get rid of defense and kickers, or we should do one or the other. You know, yeah, I, I totally. I would agree be with more Max open to defensive players than this personally, because I think it's yeah. just so ridiculous. Like kickers and defenses, like who are just kind of random. Not that it's random, but what was it there's random? No, well. How is it not? How is every how is everything not random? That's, that's like the <laughs> third question. They're no, guys but, who I mean, are, like, like go ahead, go ahead. It's just like oh, who who gets a sack fumble or who returns? It's just not like a. There's not really any skill in oh well. I had the Eagles defense this week, and they put up twenty points, so so I win and Brendan loses. Like, I just don't see that as, like, a appealing thing. Like, if you had a player on the Eagles defense who did something really good and then – and they, you know, oh, you hit a sack fumble. Great. Okay, now that – now I can – okay, you chose this player. You know what I mean? So, there's just less, in my opinion, like, relevant skill involved. It's just kind of like eh. – Yeah, look, I would be so down with defensive players at the – and getting rid of defenses. That would be awesome. One and also kickers in- would have to go. Because we also know how stupid kickers are. Why do we need to have kickers? Because you know how awesome it is to see your kicker make a 50-yard field goal and how much it hurts to see him miss a 30-yarder? You're like, oh, my God, I really get negative points for that? What the fuck? So, yeah, 
I, I love every part about it. Yeah. All right, maybe we just keep it then. Just, you know, we'll forever have kickers. Like I said, I'm all on board keeping kickers, all on board for trading defense for defense players. Make it three people. You get a D lineman, a linebacker, and a D back. Boom. Done. It's and like, you get it's points for tackles. Some guys are getting like 18 tackles a game. You know how much more fun fantasy will be if you have more things to I agree. To Defensive fantasy would be a lot more fun with, with individual players. So I think that's something to explore. Maybe maybe bring to a vote to the league. Maybe we yeah. just implement it and tell them to suck it. Who knows? Yeah. Suck <laughs> it. Um, just kidding. We would never do that. Anyways. Um, Is Cam on the field? Right. No. Safford just got – oh, my God, he was mauled. Um 94, just ate him for lunch. Uh, okay, so let's move on to the next matchup. Okay. It is Staz versus Labari. Did you just call him Labari? I did. That's awesome. That was a good catch. <laughs> Speaking of Labari, uh, Lamar kind of sucked this week. Yeah, it was a rough week for uh, 144 passing yards. Wow. Two picks. Still had 73 on the ground in the touchdown. So, you know, 16 points is like a fine floor. You know, he's going to yeah. have some bad games, theoretically. Buffalo's got a tough defense as well. Um, you know, Mixon, 19.8 versus Aaron Jones, 18.1. Aaron Jones looks great out there. He looks good. He's electric. Um, you wouldn't well, even he- know he was 27. Honestly, low usage and high um, performance or whatever. Yeah, he had almost as many carries as Dylan this week, though. The one thing is neither of them's really been that involved in the passing game the past couple of weeks. Um, three for five for Jones. Mixon, though. Do we think Mixon's washed? Are we, like, worried? You really Like, we talked about it earlier. Um, I'm not concerned like, about him at all. No? I mean, I think no. he's going to be good, but good in the sense that, like, the offense should be good, right? Um, yeah. If if we want to do like the Dalvin comp, right? Like, so Dalvin's older, and I think universally people like Madison a lot more than Samaje P. Ryan. So like, Dalvin's older, Mixon has no competition. Uh, they're yeah. both in good offenses. They both have. Um, a system that's dedicated to giving them touches. They're both not being efficient, um, but I do think Mixon is more likely to turn it on. And mm-hmm. I mean, indicative, he's getting touchdowns, so he's already doing a better job than uh, Dalvin this year. But from an official, like Mixon doesn't need to have 130 rushing yards to be valuable. Right. That's fair. You know? Because he's scoring touchdowns. And I do think he's going to continue to get the ball in the red zone. um, And he's going to get goal line carries and stuff like that. So um, That's fair. I'm I'm, I'm a big mixing guy. I I get why people are bullish. Uh, Bearish. Do you think he's washed? Or what do you think? No, I don't think he's washed per se. Oh, goodness gracious. That looked terrible for that guy. Hope he's okay. Um, he seems fine. Um, I, I don't think he's washed. I, I think that he, I don't know that he's ever been the super elusive guy to the, I, I think that people sort of think of him as like this 
I don't know why. At least this is how I sort of thought about him. Like this really quick and sort of shifty guy, but he's really just more of a bigger guy. And he's a good running back in the sense that he knows where to go and how to set up his blocks and stuff like that. But there's just not – the offensive line's not that good this year either. So it's, it's true. just getting – there's not as many holes. Um, I, I think he's going to be – what is he, 26 probably? I had to guess. I thought he was Hold 20. Up. He might be 26. He's 26. So, yeah. you know, he's played – this is his, what, sixth year in the league. So he's getting up there. Um you know, he, I, I guess my take on him, he's probably clo- closer to a lower-end RB1 than a higher-end RB1, I guess. Let's put it that way the rest of the year. That's kind of yep. my takeaway. Like RB4, but I agree. Not not, not Dalvin, who I think Dalvin's probably below that. Um, yeah. And maybe I'll eat those words, but I'm, Madison got a lot of work this week. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I can't get over the fact that I'm now only a 69% chance of winning against Jimbo. I was 98 going into today. Sorry. Anyway. Dude, Akers hasn't seen the field since, because he doesn't play on the two-minute offense. That's where uh, – so he hasn't been on the field at all. Um, <laughs> you'll probably be okay, but I can't guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Oh, speaking of LeVar's team, uh, Corderell Patterson, IR. Uh, yeah, he went on the IR. He's going to miss at least four weeks. I think a knee injury. Which one man's loss is another loss is another man's gain. Uh, now he's got the alligator. Give it to the alligator. Ten carries for eighty-four <laughs> yards, one reception for twenty yards last week. All right, I'm game, dude. There was a drive. They were they. Uh, I was watching. I was like, "Can Pitts please get another catch?" And uh, <laughs> and the there was a whole drive. It was right after they went down. I'm like, perfect. They're going to have to throw it. You know, they're losing now. Like they're horrible. They'll have to throw it. Nope. They ran it eight straight times from the 25 yard line. They gained 75 yards and scored a touchdown. It was fucking absurd. The Atlanta Falcons. I was, I was beyond, I was beside myself. Um, <laughs> the guys I'd never even heard of. I didn't even hear of this guy. He had like 50 yards on the, on the drive. It was insane. Um, couldn't tell you his name right now either. But, um, yeah, brutal. Absolutely brutal. They're apparently good at running. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> oh, let's see you again. Hello. Are you going to go to bed now? Okay. Shocker. Uh, it's 9.30. You're still awake. What? Take a ring one? That makes no sense. Come here, give me a hug. Yeah, shake it up. Um, yeah, get on the chair and relax. Uh, so for, sorry, kids. Uh, I don't understand why she's still awake, but that's awesome. Good for you, kid. Uh, I also, you know, I, I said it, I think, two weeks ago that Singletary was good. I just thought he looked good out there. And yeah. the response was... Devin Singletary blows, and since then he's he's combined for thirty eight fantasy points in two weeks. So like, well, he had twelve this week. Let's not let's 13, not oversell it. Thirteen, twelve point seven. <laughs> yeah, and he had twenty five the week before. So you're looking at two weeks, thirty eight total points. And yeah, fifteen touches. That's not bad. 
No. He almost had 100 yards. Did lose a fumble. He, he has 13 receptions in the last two games. Um, that's a lot. I don't think that's that going to continue, good. but he's yeah. involved in a very high-powered offense, and he's going to have opportunities. He's going to have duds. He's going to have decent games. So I think not a bad option for Mike to have as his third. Gotta round. love, gotta love Mike going out and starting a guy who didn't even play and still spanking Labar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. It's like Zay Jones didn't play. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> and Labar starting Julio. And, yeah, and Richie um, James, who yeah. combined for 1.8. 1.7 coming from Julio, who played yeah. in 28% of the snaps. So it's the rough one. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have anybody else. Who's he going to start? He should have started Corey Davis. He had 18. He might have beaten Mike. Yeah. Um, he would have beaten Mike. Mm-hmm. Wow, that would have been something. Instead of Richie James. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't like the craziest start of all time over Richie James, but look, Richie James isn't as crazy as Quentin Zephas or anything. Yeah, no, the Zephas start was brutal, um, just brutal. Yeah, Mike's got a good squad. There's some, Ec- there's some. Eckler had a bounce back game too. Yeah, let me let's, let me ask you about him. So three touchdowns, thirty six point two fantasy points, thirteen carries. For 60 yards and two touchdowns, six receptions for 49 and a touchdown. Is this a I'm back performance from Eckler, or do you see more of what we've seen for the first few weeks being the theme for the rest of the year? Yeah, I think he's – I don't think he's – I think he's another guy like with Mixon where I don't think he's a high-end running back one anymore. Like, he's not a top three running back anymore. That's just not who he is. I think he did have 36 points, but he's playing Houston Texans this week. So, let's not, like, get overly excited. He also didn't have, like, explosive yardage. It was really a lot on – I mean, he had 100 yards. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't bad. But he had a lot of it on three touchdowns. Like, he's not probably going to score three touchdowns again the whole year. So yeah. – um, didn't, didn't he score, like, 18 touchdowns or 20 touchdowns last year? I think year? he scored 19 touchdowns last year. Um, like so, but I don't think of turning it on, right? Like so, the difference between that and and so I've been doing some reading. Oh, Mel, brutal fumble! I've been doing some reading on on this actual subject. Is yeah. So he was getting all the goal line work last year, and he's not getting like any of it this year. It's all going to Sony Michelle or to Joshua Kelly. So that's been a very big difference. Um, and like if you looked at, I think he scored three touchdowns. I don't think any of them were from inside the twenty yard. I think they were all from outside the 20-yard line, or like at least outside the 10. Um, I may be mistaken there, but I think that's the case. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. You're not going to do that very often. Like In a game where – I think one thing to your point is in a game where he dropped 36 points and scored three touchdowns, he had 19 touches. And No, that was good. Like that's not a lot of touches for someone mm. that you want to be an RB1. You know, like – Right, you're not going to score three touchdowns on on 19 touches all that frequently. Exactly, unless you're CEH, uh, and that way you can do it. You that way you can do it in 10 touches. Um, but like, Eckler's got 18 touches week one, 24 in week two, um, and then 12 in week three, and 20 this week. So, oh no, yeah, 19 this week. Um, now Eckler has had 
four receptions. A lot of juicy matchups, though. He had KC. He had Las Vegas. So it's like you know they've had they've been needed to throw a lot. They're gonna have some tougher matchups moving forward, or I'm, easier, however you want to look at it. I'm looking at it right now, and like the Cleveland defense, if Miles Garrett plays, that's a tough matchup. If he doesn't, throw it out the window. Denver's defense is good, regardless of what yeah. happened last week. Denver's defense is good. Uh, Seattle is a cakewalk, and they have a bye, and they have Atlanta, which is a cakewalk. And you got San Fran, which is gonna be very difficult. You got KC, which would be high scoring. Arizona, mm-hmm. cakewalk. Las Vegas, cakewalk. Miami, God knows what's going to happen at that point in the season with those guys. Tua could be back. Their defense is good, but you don't have a good quarterback. Tua will be back. That's week 14. <laughs> Look, didn't, I didn't even see it, but didn't he get carted off the field? And wasn't he like, weren't people like, oh my God, his career's over? Like, no, he's just going to be back. His career was over. No, I mean, it didn't look great, but. He's not playing this week, but no one has missed, like, I mean, there are people who have missed, like, a long time with concussions, but I don't think there's ever been, like, it's not typically this long, particularly for your franchise player. <laughs> this long? I mean, you're talking about an 11-week absence. <laughs> well, yeah, but also, all right, so let's say he comes back from his concussion, right, and he plays. What's to say he's not going to get injured again? He's been getting getting injured a lot. So, okay, I mean, I, I don't disagree. He could get another concussion, but or he could get his ankle rolled on, or some fat guy fall on him and he hurts I mean, his shoulder. Any because... of the players could have that happen to them. I know, but my point is, <gasps> if Tua comes back, he's borderline injury prone right now, and that's just disappointing. Because I hope he stays healthy. I think he's exciting. So I don't think gotta... two head injuries or one and a half head injuries makes one injury prone, but. It's we'll look it up. We'll, we'll we'll look up his injury history. What are we gonna look up? His injury history oh. <laughs> to see if it's oh, really he's... just two head injuries or if he's been banged up. Because I'm pretty sure he didn't play his rookie year because he was hurt. But hey, uh, well, it's neither here nor there. Um, All right, let's keep it rolling. Yeah, Mike's gonna win. Sorry, Lavar. <laughs> um, all right, we'll do we'll do mine, then we can finish with yours. So I played Jimbo, the groom of the weekend. Uh, Go, Jim. We, we did a big trade at the beginning of the week where um, it made it seem like I was giving up and tanking because it gave me three first-round picks or something at the time, and Len Fournette was arguably my only good player. Um, I traded Lenny. Like uh, I mean, no. Say that you're the one who gave me T. Higgins and Chris Godwin, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> T. Higgins is good. But basically, I got a first, a second, a third, and a fourth. First next year, second 2024, third next year, and a fourth in 2025 for Fournette, which is the only way I was going to trade him, getting value like that. Um, because I love having a guy who plays a ton of snaps, or so I thought, and I love having more guys on the Bucks offense. And uh, him in the red zone is just like scary. He's a big, he's a big load. So he can catch, he can run. So I, I loved having Lenny on my team. Traded him, whatever. Got some good value. We move on. And because of that trade, Jimbo benched Josh Jacobs, who dropped forty points. That's so funny. That's just unfortunate. Well, that wasn't the only reason why. It was also because Swift was out, so we could start Jamal Williams, who got twenty nine point eight. So, I mean, I think that if you think about it, he wasn't going to bench, you know, I mean, he would have started Williams either way, but 
you know, like would he have started Jacobs Williams in at forty? I think so. Because I mean, would, I hope so. What would he have done? He would have started. Oh, yeah, he wouldn't have had Fournette in this. So never mind. Nope. Right. He, right. He would have started Jamal and and Jacobs. So yeah, so it cost him twenty points roughly, which is probably going to be the difference. Although Acres is only halfway home, halfway through. <laughs> I'm in my happy Can place. Can come right up now. with another 14 yards? <laughs> but let me let me just say this: I'm wearing a Seattle Kevin Durant basketball jersey that I bought at the New York Nets arena before they were Brooklyn. When college buddies and I drove down there for tickets because we we drove for a Nets Rockets game because. We wanted to see no Nets Raptors game uh, because we wanted to just go to a basketball game where the tickets were two dollars. Uh, Michael Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser were laughing about how tickets were two dollars. So my friends and I instantly were like, "Well, now we have to go to a game." So we went, and I spent fifty dollars on a jersey. And it was this Kevin Durant jersey that I <laughs> will never, ever get rid of. And I'm wearing this jersey in honor of Cam Akers because Kareem in our trade negotiation said that Cam Akers will come back from his Achilles injury because Kevin Durant did. And two totally different sports. One, they get treated like babies. The other one, they get treated like peasants who just fight each other in a cage all day. So um, I mocked him. I made fun of him. And then I went and traded for Cam Akers and now have a lot of eggs in the Cam Akers basket. So let's go, KD. I believe in you. We got oh, – I thought that was a bear. We got – That's so weird. I was literally going to say, did you just see a bear? Wow. We, we, we saw <laughs> we saw one. Uh, we didn't see one. We saw people walking, and they were coming towards us, and they are like, don't go any further. We just saw a black bear about 100 feet down that way. Like, oh, we're like, Where oh, are cool. you? Naples, Florida. And there are black bears? Yeah. There um there's trees and shit everywhere, man. There's a preserve on this property and, and black bears are like because there's so many developments and communities that are going up more inland, we are essentially ruining the black bear habitat. And I did not know black bears were in Florida, period. Yeah. And they uh um, That's wild. They're seen periodically. Um one was seen here two months ago and the community sent out a notice, like make sure you um, put your trash, trash cans and stuff yeah. as fast as possible after like they got to get picked up because bear was seen and they'll come and they'll go through your trash and then they'll keep. Oh going yeah. Yada, 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 yada. They'll open it up uh, and they'll figure it all out. I'll take a black bear over a Burmese Python any day. Yeah. Well, Burm- I was going to say, I knew about the pythons. It's terrifying. Those things were also seen like three miles away. And that's too with, close. We might have to move. Dude, I think about every single time I would go for a walk with the dog, with the girls, whoever. Right? Every time I go to my car, like Burmese Python, Burmese Python is bad. So, I don't want to get strangled to death. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, yeah, Cam Akers, go Cam. Second half, let's go. go. Cam. Um, I also traded for Khalil Herbert this week, who, yeah, I gave up a future second round, second round pick in next year's draft or whatever. Who cares? Um, I wanted to try and win this week, and that was really the only move that was on the table. And 
whatever. He got me 13 points. It's a lot more than what I what I would have got from Michael Carter. So our uh, running backs are yeah, shit. You need like nine points in the second half for Acres. Yeah, and I I'd be quitting, going to bed, and crying myself to sleep if I needed nine points from Cam Akers for the rest of the game. Um, but wide receiver matchups. You know, he got A.J. Brown, 14 and a half, and uh, my boy, George, he picked it. Pickens outscored him with 18 points. He looks legit. Let me just say it. And if if uh, Kenny Pickett is really going to keep playing, it's Kenny Pickens stinks. It's he threw Pickett, three picks. Pickett to Pickens. It's <laughs> a combo made in heaven. I wish I had the screenshots of me, screen, me in all caps saying, Pickett to Pickens. To uh, Andy <laughs> in July because that happened. Um, yeah, I know Pickett kind of stinks, but he also three of his picks. One was a deep ball that was underthrown that Chase Claypool should have caught. But this is why Chase Claypool, <laughs> dude, he's he threw six, into double coverage. No, oh my, watch the replay. He's the biggest guy who jumps for it. He's supposed to win the jump balls. It hits him in his hands. Claypool needs to be cut. He sucks. He sucks. Anyway, <laughs> right. another one. Another one was a tip inter- tip interception, and then whatever. I'm all about pick it to pickings. Don't don't ruin it, man. Uh, then we got Amari, Amari Cooper, who did his Amari Cooper things. Where yeah, it was such two- a classic thing. Yeah, it was so funny. Like you know, Jim's like, all right, he's had two good weeks in a row. I'm gonna fire him up. Yeah. Boom, one. Yeah. I literally looked at this <laughs> matchup throughout the week, and I was like, I should not win this game. His team is better than mine. But the only way I do is if Amari Cooper does what Amari Cooper does, which is a complete shit on himself after he has a good performance. So thank you, Amari. Against the Falcons, no less. Yeah, thank you, Amari. You are the most predictable person in the world. Uh, so is Jacoby Brissett because he looks good. He can lead the team back for a comeback one week and be like, oh, my God, yeah, we might be okay with Jacoby Brissett. And then pff, he sucks. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, big difference between Amari and T. Higgins. T is amazing, 29.4 points, best wide receiver on the Bengals, no doubt. Um, And then we had a thrilling matchup in our wide receiver three slots. Drake London, 3.7, Gabe Davis, 2.3. We've touched on Gabe already. I think Drake London is going to be more than fine for the rest of the year. And um, Not if the Falcons throw. Mariota completed seven passes this weekend. Yeah. Seven. Shocker. Mar- Mariota is who we thought he was. Um, who knew? <laughs> <laughs> but also, you don't Without throw that much. Garrett. You don't throw that much when you run it the way they did. And the Alligator and that Humpy guy, where the fuck he is. Best rushing attack in the league. <laughs> they did good. Maybe their O-line's good. I don't know anything about their O-line. Maybe it's good. I but... didn't think it was good, but it, apparently I was wrong. So Yeah. yeah. And, like, battle of the tight ends. Uh, Conklin, who... Uh, did really good last week, had eight points. I think the Jets' offense is going to look totally different now with Zach Wilson than when it was for Flacco. Flacco was servicing like five uh, fantasy guys each week, and that's totally yeah. different now. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, it was like and, it was Tom Brady in his prime. Yeah. Slash now. And Tunyon obviously got saved. He only had two targets, but he caught them both. One was for two yards, one was a 20-yard touchdown. So uh, huge bail out there on the touchdown for me. Thank you, Robert. Um, Godwin versus Sutton in the flex spots. And a good matchup between those two guys. I think Godwin is still banged up, and, like, he hurt his hip. 
I sent a text out to the chat last night, like, please, not again, Godwin. Like, no, because I just I want to be. Well, he came back, but there was a point where he was laying down on the field with his hand on his hip, just like, wow. So I thought, okay. And Russell Gage doesn't know how to run a slant because his hamstring hurts every time he runs when he slips. So, anyway, (laughs) moving on. Both our defenses sucked. He had eight from the Bears, which actually isn't bad. I got three from the Browns because I didn't realize Miles Garrett wasn't playing. And uh, 14 from my kicker, 11 from his. And, all right, Rams got the ball at their own 18. Come on, Cam. Be on the field. Just be on the field. That's all I want. I'll tell you in a sec. Oh, I just went to commercial. Tough luck. Actually, I lied. It's not all I want. All I want is like two points. <laughs> and like, please, within the next 15 minutes, because it's almost 10 o'clock. And like, I don't care about this game at all. I just want to win my fantasy game. Don't break my heart. All right. <laughs> Let's go on to your all game. Right. So we've got Aaron Rodgers versus Jalen Hurts. This was a little bit closer than I anticipated. Um, Rodgers is somebody who needs to get the fuck together. I mean, they've played some t- – I mean, they looked horrible in week one against Minnesota. And then they played Tampa Bay and New England this past – the past, it's fairly better defenses the past couple of weeks, but they're clearly committed to running the ball. Uh, yeah. I think they ran it like almost 40 times this week. So, um, we'll see. I think he's going to have big weeks, but he's not going to be, you know, a top tier guy every week for sure. Like Jalen Hurts is probably going to be. Um, yeah. the, th- the the flip side of Jalen Hurts is he's probably going to get hurt at some point. He's on pace. I, I think I heard today he's on pace for like 220 rushes. <laughs> like what the fuck is going on? That's a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see, but there's obviously a lot of risk in, in that approach. Uh, next up, we've got Barkley versus CEH. My fucking nemesis. He's so bad. No, he had a great game. He looked good. Um, but he's not actually good. And he'll eventually stop scoring touchdowns on every play. <laughs> like, he's got to stop catching passes from the two-yard line after Mahomes goes scrambling like fucking crazy. Yeah, just – Yeah. Whatever. All the power to Mahomes. Mahomes is a baller. Um, no, he is. He's so good. Yeah. Whatever, but but who the fuck Saquon knows? on the other side, Saquon's the RB one. Like that's just the way it is. Sorry, guys. Um, AJ he, Dillon versus Jeff Wilson. Um, oh, it's true. He looks so good. Like it's absurd. Um, yeah. So you know, even in like think about it next year. So here's the thing: I like everyone's usually like, oh, it's a free agent year. You know, you know what do you? Well, what what's he gonna get into? It? No situation can be worse. So hmm. the worst case scenario is he stays here. Like yeah. no other situation could be worse. So it's like he's still so good. They have nobody else. Name a receiver on their team. Richie James. All right, but name the third one. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. They're I horrible, really dude. Like, I don't know. He's the only guy I know. And well, we obviously know Kenny Galladay too, but he's joking. Yeah, but like didn't they cut him? Isn't he? No, I think he can't cut. Got him, dude. He paid him seventy-two million dollars. Got him. Take like I think it was like a twenty million dollar cap hit or something. They got him. Got him. Uh, <laughs> it's brutal. Dylan versus Jeff Wilson. Uh, Dylan, I think is going to be fine. This is another situation where I think Green Bay is going to have a lot easier games in in other parts of the season when they you know play Detroit and some of these other teams. Um, and also, I think that they've been struggling to just 
be a cohesive unit with all the injuries to the receivers early on. So yeah. I think more they get it together. Uh, I mean, he looks like a force at the end of that pass game. I mean, there's just there's no way anyone wants to go near him. He's like he's just fucking enormous. Yeah, uh, I think I think that's the difference between the two. Like they, Aaron Jones is the lightning. Dylan is the thunder. Yeah. Aaron Jones is going to have the big plays, and AJ Dylan's just going to get six, seven yards and chunks at the end of every game because defenses are going to be worn down, and the Packers don't know how to play games outside of ones that come down to the end and if it's a tie game or you need a field goal to tie it up you're going to give it to the guy who's going to get you safe six yards and I think right that works against for sure I think that works against Dylan to us and to an extent because I think his floor might be higher than Aaron Jones but I think his ceiling is definitely lower than Aaron Jones. Well, I also think he's the goal line guy probably too. Like the same goes for when they – they haven't really had a ton of goal line opportunities thus far though. Um, yeah. But I, I expect they'll score more touchdowns as the season progresses. Um, so next up we're going down, Waddle versus Lamb. Waddle had a tough night on uh, Thursday. Um, CD, really good game. Um, wasn't great until the rare very Andy caught a touchdown that really put it over the top. So – yeah. Ended up to be a really solid game. Debo, I, I glazed over those two. No real concerns about Waddle or CD Lamb. I think they're both wide receiver ones. Yeah, I think we um, we shit on CD at the beginning of the year, but he's. I don't think he's going to be the number one wide receiver in fantasy. No, he should be ten. Good. Yeah, eight to exactly. eight to twelve is the range. Right, I think that's a, and I think he could even be seven or six potentially. Yeah. Um, Depending on, you know, does Dak – see, the thing is, it's interesting. I actually think I'm watching the game, Reddit. Cooper Rush and CD – CD has better stats with Cooper Rush than he has with Dak Prescott, which makes, like, no sense. Yeah, um, but we'll see how – we'll see what comes to fruition. Uh, Samuel versus Traylon Burks. That's been no contest. Uh, Debo has – well, he had that one touchdown. Other than that, he hasn't done a ton, but 20 points. Traylon got carted off with turf toe. Shaq Jr. Um, and uh, <laughs> at least it wasn't because he was about to poop his pants like DK. <laughs> so good, that's <laughs> so good. Uh, DJ Moore versus Christian Kirk. Um, who would have thought DJ would have won that matchup? But here we are. Uh, at least he got volume. That was better. Kirk got volume. He wasn't efficient. He did catch. He honestly, he was putting up a bagel for the most part, and then he caught like a sixty-yard bomb right towards the end. Um, yeah. But uh, Pitts versus Kelsey, that's no contest. Pitts with his four targets. What the fuck is going on? Uh, I don't know, man. Kelsey scored a touchdown, I think, on like the first play or the second play or something. Uh, yeah. That's when I knew I was going to lose. Um, and uh, Garrett Wilson. So I do have concerns about Garrett Wilson. Lazard looked good, too. That's the other side of this coin. But um, Garrett Wilson – I just think with Flacco, like if Flacco becomes quarterback, I'm all about Garrett Wilson. Um, but with Zach Wilson, God, all these Wilsons. Um, Wilson. With, Wilson. With, <laughs> with Zach Wilson, I don't know. I just, I think honestly, all the receivers, except for apparently Corey Davis, might be worse. Um, mm. And the running backs, in a sense, too, because he doesn't check it down as much. Um, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Give it a few more weeks. Um, but I'm not encouraged on the offense in general. McManus, I got 19 from Char- from Giants D. Guys, let me give you a piece of advice. On, on, you know, you guys don't want it. I'm going to give it to you anyways. 
if you can start a defense against the Bears, please do it. It's just a cakewalk. They're Who knew horrible. that that would work? Who knew? <laughs> so the flying Bears offense. Back to you next week. <laughs> Everybody thought the Bears offense was going to be good. All right. So bad. Fourth and one. Rams have the ball. Give it to Cam. They give it to Is Cam. It Cam time. Ooh, they give it to Cam and he gets it. It's like a four yard run. <laughs> Uh, Let's see if they keep them in. See where you're at. If they keep them in this drive, which they might not do. They're still down two. Um, I haven't even seen this fourth and one play yet. (laughs) All right, he's in for the next play. Here we go. We're just gonna stay on. We're gonna finish this pod once I get the points to win. If it happens, otherwise, if it doesn't happen in the next three plays, we're gonna we're gonna end it anyway. So perfect. uh, I need to eat dinner. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you gotta eat some food, man. Cam, Cam. Oh my God, Matthew. Whew. That was just a busted play. Nobody was open. It looked like. So, are you still in the second quarter? Is it uh, I am. Uh, there's no so halftime's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite part of it doing this. How far behind you are. Oh, he almost threw it. He tried to throw it to Cam, but he, he couldn't find anybody. Oh my god, they threw it to him. To Cam and he dropped it. Nah, it, it, he wasn't really open. I think the linebacker may have held him. Let's see. Yeah, legal contact. So, not going to fault Cam for not catching a pass that was outside of his range because he got illegally contacted. Oh, yeah, I see. I saw it now. Okay, yeah, so they called it. Um, all right, I got to go make dinner. All right, man. Pleasure, Later, bro. as always. Pleasure, as always. Um, we'll figure out the next one. I like, kind of like these Monday nighters, but we can figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll let okay. you guys know, I guess – Guest appearances, we'll let you know four hours in advance. All right, y'all. Have a good night. Maximum. Later. Peace. <laughs> hi, Dad. I said hi, Dad. Hi. Hi. Watching football. Hi. Good night, Papa. Dad like Papa Mark. Dad like Papa Dad.